What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, January 20th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Nintendo Enthusiast's own Danny Thompson. Hi. Hi. How are you, Danny Thompson? I'm overwhelmed with emotion right now. Is that true? Why is that, Danny? Because uh, I... I've waited for, not waited for this. Cause <laughs> I've just, been waiting for I, this I, moment. I have ever since, no. Um, I, I've known you since I was like 11 years old. Sure. and That's since, too young to be listening to any Greg Miller content. I, but I, I know, no, it. I know, I know. <laughs> but, um, and, and you, you have not, but you mean a great deal to me. And you were the reason why I got into this industry, started writing in the first place. Mm. Massive inspiration. I never thought a day like this would ever come. Like they, it's very rare to have people usually meet their heroes, let alone co-host their Work with daily news show with <laughs> sure, them. Sure, sure. So, thank you so much, Danny. No, th- first off, thank you for caring. <laughs> thank you for supporting us that long. Eleven years old. You're thirteen now. I'm thirteen now. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. how, how old are you? Uh, I turned twenty June first. Wow. So twenty one, oh, babe. June 1st, 2020, yeah. we're going to hit it up really hard at E3 this year. I'm so scared. <laughs> well, now I see that's what you, you point out. You mentioned E3 already. That's one of the things, obviously, about you and this whole generation that listen to Beyond and all these different mm-hmm. podcasts I've done. You're doing it all so young. You're all so hungry and I, ready to get out there. Yeah, I started writing articles online and doing videos probably when I was like, like seriously, when I was 14 or 15. <sighs> that's awesome. Um, and it was like the the format of video reviews that you would do and uh game trailers would do brandon jones yeah, yeah that just i don't know why really resonated with me it was like other kids my age were super into that that uh pewdiepie guy and like tobuscus no, and no, no, no. and i was like this five minute metal gear solid peace walker review <laughs> i <laughs> can't stop watching it I mean, at the end, you thought it should be a 10 right but i, I did it up. I, I did i screwed it up i said nine five bear <laughs> i choked <laughs> i cowered it out at the end there you know what i mean um so now what do you do are you doing this full time are you already Thing? Are you um, in so I, I have like a day job. Okay. I, I just graduated uh, community college. Mm-hmm. So I have my associate's degree right now in uh, communications. I do um, uh, some writing for Nintendo enthusiasts. That's kind of like my main side gig. Yeah. And then I do some writing for for Monster Vine, which they're all incredible. And a couple other websites. And then I do, of course, my own YouTube channel as well, where I kind of do like very, very heavily edited video essays on there. So awesome. I, I'm yeah, I have a day job, and then I also work at a local GameStop as well. Oh, which is so funny. you have two day jobs? No, that's not a day job. That's like part-time. Okay. Yeah, there's not a lot of hours Okay, okay. at GameStop. You just do it for the Funko Pops. I, yes, I do it. <laughs> I do do it for the Funko Pops, yeah. mostly for the Amiibo, actually. Sure. I have a fairly huge Amiibo collection, and yeah. that's like every couple months. It's like, oh, got to pay my Amiibo tax. <laughs> but, yeah, GameStop is fun. Every time you sell someone a video game, it is just like this very like wholesome experience for me personally because i've been shopping at the gamestop i work at since i was since it opened when i was five years old so and it's the same manager so she's quite literally seen me grown grow up before her very that's awesome you get to live the dream i never got to work at my eb (laughs) got an interview once blew it blew it sucks sorry I'm I'm so sorry. You want to know the question? I think went wrong. Do you want to work at our GameStop? I still, yeah, I would. Like I just mean, for a shift? Sure, yeah, no, totally. I have so you complete can authority over this. Oh, sure, okay, that's easy. Yeah, you can if, have one of my come shifts. Up, come on up for one shift. You just have to. Uh, I can't say anything. I signed NDAs. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was uh, during the interview. He was like, and "This dates me, I know," but he was like, "You know, Star Wars Episode One's coming out this summer. If you were gonna take over and make the display window, would you want to work by yourself or with the team?" 
team. And I sit by myself. And I think that's what blew it. Because, of course, this is a team effort. There's no I in team. There's no I in GameStop. You know what I mean? <laughs> no I. Or there's a couple I's in Electronics Boutique. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's I, I digress from that. Um, what's the plan now? Oh, I, oh, oh, goodness. To do this. Like, literally, yeah. it was like, um, I'm very much, I just want to do everything that I'm doing right now just um, better. Yeah, like th- this has been a very motivating start of the year, um, and I am continuously very inspired by like smaller content creators and everything. And um, to a lot of them, a moment like this or an opportunity like this is um, just incredibly something that they wait for their entire lives. Sure. So um, yeah, I just I'm just going to do everything better. Okay. That's kind of and then what do the this full time one day. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. It's scary out there. Yeah? What's it like right out there right now? Especially being this young. Especially uh, having everybody else say, oh, it's so much different than when I did it. There's so many more people trying to do this. There's a lot of lot of search engine optimization. I, I love it. It's it's my favorite part of the job. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> no, okay, I, yeah. I, I'm actually very fascinated by it, um, like the technical aspects behind it. And um, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent out there right now and a lot of incredibly dedicated people. Um, the one thing I noticed, especially this year, that filled me with a lot of optimism was usually it's like every year someone makes their New Year's resolution in this industry to try and break into the industry. And um, this year I noticed a lot of people saying that they just wanted to help other people like fulfill their goals. Yeah. And um, that was just something that really resonated with me. So it's good. It's very good. Not a lot of people will tell you that, but I enjoy it immensely. Great. Never it's, lose it's a dream that. of mine. Never lose that, okay? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's do this. Today, oh, goodness. <laughs> we're talking about how the delays keep on coming in 2020. There might be a new 2D Metroid this year, and Ubisoft is going after DDoS attackers because this... It's kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, and be on the show. You can also get it ad-free along with the exclusive post-show on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can watch us record it live too, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe housekeeping for you new merch drops tomorrow the ps i love you sweatshirt we've been rocking drops tomorrow so the super portillo shirt drops tomorrow all that on kind of funny.com slash store thank you to our patreon producers blackjack and mohammed mohammed today we're brought to you by manscaped riot games and raid but i'll tell you about that later for now Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Four items. A bigger dozen. <laughs> I, this is not an item on the Roper Report, but I meant to say it in the intro, but we went a little bit long. I just want everybody to know I'm playing through an injury today, all right? I'm pretty sure oh, no. I ate a sandwich so big on Saturday that I strained my jaw. <laughs> what? And my jaw hurts real bad. You should get that Jawser size thing. It's like a little ball you put in your mouth. And That's, you just ball it. That's just a ball no, gag. That's just a ball gag. That's just not. a ball gag. I promise. Look it up. You precious child. Balls are size. You precious child. I don't. Well, when they sponsor, maybe we've got Manscaped. They do today. sponsor. They keep showing up in my Google ads because, like, they showed up. Balls are on... size. I'm telling you right now, I got a weak jaw, apparently. Or I this think sandwich it was, was like, too big. I don't know. Vic uh, Burger. Pilot episode of a television show that I watched like two years ago. Television show never happened, and his sponsor, like halfway through the episode, was just this dude 
just like chewing on a ball. And he was huh. like, it's called balls are size. And I was like, that's not real. And then now Google heard me say that. And they're like, no, yeah. it's real. Every Instagram. Buy it now. Number one on the <laughs> Rupper Report. Dying Light 2 has been delayed. This is the message from Techland themselves to our dedicated community. It was a busy year for us as we continued working on our biggest project to date. We know you are awaiting the game eagerly, and we want to deliver exactly what we promised. We were initially aiming for a spring 2020 release with Dying Light 2, but unfortunately, we need more development time to fulfill our vision. We will have more details to share in the coming months, and we'll get back to you as soon as we have more information. We apologize for this unwelcome news. Our priority is to deliver an experience that lives up to our own high standards and to the expectations of you, our fans. Please stay tuned and thank you to our fans around the world for your continued support, patience, and understanding. Any game you wanted in 2020 is not hitting the date anymore, apparently. Whenever a game gets delayed, I think of that Shigeru Miyamoto quote. Oh, where yeah. He's like, a good game is one that was probably delayed a couple times, and if a game was delayed indefinitely, that means it's in trouble. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That I work. don't know what this, what is, like, this game was supposed to come out in a couple months. and Yeah, sometime this year. Anybody who has a, a loosey-goosey spring 2020 right now, that's not happening. And like, yeah, like, and I don't get me wrong. I'm not guilting anyone for delaying their game. I, the other Miyamoto, uh, Miyamoto quote, right, or is just like, uh, what a, a bad game is bad, a delayed game can be good, or something of that. That's what he actually says. We've butchered what he actually says. We've butchered. But you understand. Miyamoto says Mario was inspired by a carpenter he saw die in a horrible accident, and he imagined to himself, what if, what if Mario instead was killed by a gorilla yeah. instead of gross. His other quote was, "Don't push me, push a push pop." You know what I mean? Like, that's Miyamoto <laughs> right there in a nutshell. Uh, but it's just like, man, last week, uh, somebody somebody on the subreddit screenshotted on Friday all the game's dailies, and I think it was, what, four out of the five, no three out way. of the five were delayed about a game being delayed. What is it so far? Final Fantasy VII Remake? Well, I can just go to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and tell you. Hold on one second, uh, man. I mean, we don't Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, FF7, Avengers, uh, Cyberpunk, uh, Iron Man VR. Iron Man VR. Iron Man VR. Um, that one hurt. That one hurt. We won't, you know. I expected it? it, but it hurt. <laughs> did it? Hurt? I really want that game. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, Friday was Iron Man. <laughs> Thursday was Cyberpunk. Uh, why is why is there a games? There's a games cast in the games daily playlist. We got to fix that. Oh. Uh, then it was the Super Mario World. Uh, you know the theme park. Then it was Final Fantasy getting delayed. <laughs> we going to the Japan? Greg? Wait, Super Mario World theme park got delayed? No, no, no that no, didn't. No. I'm just saying okay. that was like I was in about the thumbnails to say, that's here. That's hilarious. No, 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 just no, in the thumbnails. Can't no. even make a video game amusement park without it getting delayed. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, that'd be the accurate experience, right? It would be. What do you think's going on, Danny? Uh, why okay. is this all happening? So to everybody? I, I've. I've been mulling over Thank you. this ever since I heard it like five minutes ago before the show started. <laughs> and uh, my speculation is that this whole indefinite push will probably be like at the beginning of the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X launch. Mm. This game will come out now instead. Um, so you think it's trying than, to get closer to... Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it is... I, I think they're doing the same thing that Cyberpunk is doing, where they're trying to get closer to the new console releases. Really? So you don't and think it's quality related at all? You think it's marketing? I, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not. I'm not in their studios. But if I was them and I knew now that, like, I suddenly got the PlayStation Five dev kit and the Xbox Series dev kit, and I was like, oh no, this can like run PlayStation Four games so much well. And it's it's never a copy and paste situation. Yeah, of course not. There's so no it's probably that thing where they do just want to take the extra time to like make sure that it is excellent for the newer consoles because yeah. that's 
a better first impression. See, I, I wholeheartedly disagree, but I do think that there's a sliver of truth on the marketing, uh, publishing, VP, whoever, as you yeah. go up the chain side. Because I think the developers need more time. I, I, I believe Cyberpunk just is like, oh, this yeah. isn't where we want it to be. Yeah. Uh, Techland is like, this is not where we want it to be. Mm-hmm. But I think when they go to their board of directors or whoever they have to bounce this off of, right, yeah. or the president, and just like, we need more time, I think there is the, that sucks, but people are going to be excited and if they can't go back like instead of instead of doing what final fantasy 7 remake is doing where it's like we're delaying for like a month because this is like not shaping up as well as we thought last minute it's probably that thing where they are saying we might as well if we're going to push it back push it as close to the new console launches as as possible yeah 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 it'll be interesting to see when we when we finally get our presentations from xbox and playstation they're they're going to handle the fact oh it's cross platform or uh, cross gen they're incredibly ambitious games, yeah. too. Yeah. Both oh, of yeah, those totally, are. Totally. Cyberpunk 2077 is very, like, one of the most ambitious games coming out this year, and Dying Light 2 is bounds more ambitious from what I've seen. Yeah, did you see D3 Light demo? 1. Yeah. That was ours, Intense. too. Intense. Where we came out Crazy. of it, it was, like, you know, it was the whole, like, decision of who you trusted, which then, if you did, whoever you, on the one side, it would, like, yeah. unflood the city, and there's this brand new place yep. to explore. Other side, you leave the city flooded. I remember asking the question, so, like, if I leave the city flooded, do I not see that world? They're like, yeah. I'm like, God, that, really sucks. that sucks for the designer who sat there and yeah. mapped out an entire city and did all, they did all this work, and, like, <laughs> 50% of the gamers won't see that, maybe? I'm excited. I'm excited for it regardless whenever it comes out. Uh, Sean I wrote in to patreon.com slash games just like you can. It says, good morning, Greg and Danny. With all the game delays last week, do you think this helps Google Stadia out with getting games coming out on Stadia closer to the console or the same day? Uh, or is it like the same Stadia not in the right state for that right now to help the system out? I do not think it helps. I think the delays are to continue to focus on the premier platforms they're aiming for, which means that since yeah. Cyberpunk was never going to be Cyberpunk day and day across platforms, Cyberpunk, PS4, Xbox, and uh, PC are going to be the prioritized ones right now to finish, and then and then Stadia will be behind yes. that even. Yeah, I don't think anything can help Stadia. <laughs> like, I don't think. Yeah, I got trains out of the station on yeah, that Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I used to be super... I'm always... I am so always excited about new console releases. Yeah. And, and with Stadia, I was, like, the person who was watching... I was... I try to, like, have all this optimism for anyone coming yeah, yeah. into the industry. More people in the industry, more, more companies in the industry only mean good things. And um, I, like, just... They completely fumbled the ball around yeah. launch, and I just... I couldn't... I couldn't buy it. Yeah, I know. I Do you just think there's really any way for to. them to make that up? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they they can because I think Microsoft will be completely eating their launch X-Cloud. their lunch with yeah. uh, X Cloud. Yeah. I think X Cloud's yeah. gonna be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is very awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I have a roommate who uh, is a part of that X Cloud beta, and he's just he just like showed me Witcher three on his like phone and i was astounded and very jealous as i went back to play witcher 3 on my switch <laughs> <laughs> like i can't see anything i don't know what's happening <laughs> that's how it's going <coughs> speaking oh no it's Greg, the injury it's, it's the injury it's the same if only you bought balls or if only i had some balls to put in my mouth <laughs> number two this is a rumor from nintendo enthusiast 2d hey, metroid and traditional paper mario set to release in 2020 this is josh how do i say josh's last name uh you Frisian? say it as john because his name is john frisk yeah really i don't know did how I to get say that, his last did i get name. that part of that yeah that you part? can fact check me huh? on my co well, I know, I co-worker believe, I, but <laughs> no i believe you that his name i got his name if 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 
I think John is watching this. Hey, John, what's up? Somehow and uh, I looked at your, your A lot article. of the Nintendo enthusiast team is watching this, and they are probably That's cackling. John already. All right, so I, <laughs> I got so hung up on the last name, I fucked up the first name. All right. This Sorry, is everybody. one of our most successful articles ever. Uh, for, I, I can't say. <laughs> it's a, if, you, if you see on the share thing, it's like, man, that's a really big number. Show me the share thing again. 18,100, I think, is where we're at right now. It's pretty good. We're ranking pretty high on that Google stuff. Is this oh, the goodness. SEO you were talking about? Yeah, before? this this SEO, not CEO. Not but CEO, SEO. No, no. Yeah, yeah. 18, yeah. 18. No, see that? Everyone's just super excited about, well, read about rumors it. and leaks. Sabi on Twitter ranks highly among the trusted leakers for Nintendo news, and Sabi has just dropped a bombshell to end this Friday night, claiming a new 2D Metroid and Paper Mario that goes, quote, back to what it was are both releasing in 2020 for Nintendo Switch. The 2D Metroid is said to be related to Metroid Fusion, with Sabi believing it's a sequel. Three tweets read like this. Having having looked into it a bit, I find it reliable enough to complete complete back I didn't get that wrong, right? That's what the tweet reads. Complete back the mentions of Paper Mario and Metroid, parentheses, not Prime 4, for 2020. I'll tweet out details uh, I back based on talks I had. Paper Mario, going back to how it was in 2020, the, the 2D Metroid game does, in fact, seem to be related to Fusion. Also, Whew. sounds as mm. though it's set for this year. It's going to be so good. If these rumors pan out, it will make Nintendo fans across a broad spectrum explosively happy. Fans have been begging desperately for a traditional Paper Mario RPG uh, for over a decade, as more experimental titles like Sticker Star, Sticker Star have received a lukewarm reception. I love Paper Mario. When I, I pre-ordered uh, Sticker Star, when it came in, <laughs> I got on my desk and I, t- I turned to Audrey Drake at IGN at the time. And I was like, how is this? She's like, eh. And I was like, oh, God. I never even opened it. <laughs> so I just sat there like an idiot. You made the correct choice. Uh, a return to basics could be in order to revitalize the series, especially now that Mario and Luigi very well could be dead. The series, not the two characters. Thanks, They're alive. John. They're alive in Nintendo World. <laughs> and incidentally, it has been spotted that another leaker, Zippo, uh, made mention of a Paper Mario in development that is, quote, a return to form as well. Meanwhile, Metroid Prime 4 looks to be potentially years away still, and a new 2D Metroid related to Metroid Fusion could really scratch an itch as well. Personally, I loved Metroid Samus Returns on Nintendo 3DS, and I would be more than happy to play a brand new title in that franchise that dares to remix some mechanics the way that game did. Mm. Thoughts? I I don't know which one I'm more excited for. Like, I played Metroid Fusion when I was in fifth grade and i was enamored by it yeah when i was 10 years old i i finished metroid fusion and i said out loud i was like wow what a wonderful arc for the character samus aran i'm so excited for metroid 5 whenever that comes out and you're a huge dork as a kid huh (laughs) i was mother what a great arc for this character (laughs) (laughs) it was a very meaningful like story for samus in there and and it was very subtle um especially when compared to like other m which tries really hard to like flesh out the Samus Aran character. Yeah. Um, and it, Me- it does not do a good job. Metroid Fusion. I, yeah. well, I mean, I didn't play it, so I, I don't Metroid. know. <laughs> I, I didn't play it. Ever seen. <laughs> Metroid Fusion was, was great. I really, really enjoyed it. So if they follow in the same footsteps as that, I'd be interested to see who's developing this. Yeah. So I hope it's the same people who did the remake of, of Samus Returns. Like, I'd be very down with that. Because um, I think they also did that one Castlevania game on 3DS as well. And I think I looked it up as soon as this leak came up. They've done nothing. 
Yeah. You've done absolutely nothing since. So, since you're China. the Nintendo enthusiast here. I am. What is your read on this? Do you believe these rumors? Are you do you take Sabi at face value? This is all happening. I believe Sabi just because like so many different people well, for two reasons. So many different people were saying that uh were mentioning these rumors. Yeah. Um and then also apparently like the Nintendo ninjas came and abducted someone. Like I I, I saw a tweet from Sabi like last night that was like someone very close to the Nintendo leak community. Is has missing. been got <laughs> like Jeez, so i don't i don't know i've only heard rumors about these nintendo ninjas these abductions <laughs> yeah um the one youtuber uh desmond amofa etica was his his name is um his uh, username which rest in peace by the way i absolutely loved i absolutely loved um his content and and i miss him dearly um trying not to cry right now sorry it was a quick aside he mentioned that someone he was very close in the nintendo community he mentioned like this crazy story once on one of his streams where like a group of nintendo um like big wigs came to some leaker's house and were like hey where are you getting your information yeah like who who is we're get like straight up mafia style, like we will ruin you if you don't give us information and stuff. So they might be really serious about this, but that's kind of a telltale sign that a company is like trying to keep things under wrapped. If like someone gets like a very, I'm assuming it was just an aggressive email that they got. Of course. But um, I, I believe the, the Metroid one mostly because I think that they need to do filler prior to Metroid Prime 4, which still has a long time of development behind it. And I think they'll ramp it up with a 2D Metroid make everyone remember why they love metroid and then do metroid prime trilogy which from rumors suggesting that that's been on the back burner for a couple months now um they'll probably drop that and then metroid prime 4 um soon after so i i hope they can reinvigorate that franchise it's one yeah, of my it favorite sucks ones that, like yeah and i'm not even a, a metroid guy but like metroid has struggled so much that it has this ardent fan base and it, right it and sucks. it isn't everywhere yeah yeah it sucks yeah. that it struggled. I really yeah. like the Castlevania, Metroidvania games. I love Koji Igarashi so much, but also like ah, Super Metroid is a perfect game. And so yeah. is like Metroid Zero Mission. And so is Metroid Fusion. Those are just a beautiful trilogy of 2D side-scrolling video games. And I'm surprised, yeah, with like the, you know, the success that Axiom Verge found. I, I don't know if you watched it when we did what the, not this Pokemon Direct, but the last big Nintendo Direct, I believe it was, where we were predicting that like Tom Happ was going to show mm. up and announce that he was working on a new Metroid. At the end, Tom Happ shows up and he announces Axiom Verge 2. You're like, oh, well, that's cool, great, we love Tom Happ, but it was like, why? Like, they see that there's an audience for this. They mm. see so many people, you know, doing uh, Metroidvanias. You'd think it'd be easier to get a 2D Metro out, a Metroid out and going. Yeah. Maybe it'll be this year, though, apparently. I don't know. I, I'm assuming it'll probably be like a pseudo 2D, 3D one, like Metroid, Samus Returns, and it'll just look so clean. It'll look incredibly clean. Ah, I'm excited. A Paper yeah. Mario, though? Paper Mario is what I'm about. Oh, That's my jam. What does Return to Form mean to you, Greg Miller? I, I love Super Paper Mario on Wii, <laughs> all right? I want more Super Paper Mario. Okay, all yeah. right. Sounds good. Good luck with I, that. You know, how, you know me well enough by listening to everything, right, that I don't mm. have like this Nintendo lineage. I was a Sega kid, then fine. whatever. So my I first Sega Saturn. Super Paper Mario was my Paper Mario RPG. Like, I had heard good things. Really? I've, I've never played another one so other than that. So you didn't play the Nintendo 64 one? No. And you didn't play a Thousand Year Door? Mm-mm. Man. I missed Thousand Year Door, I played almost instantly right after I learned how to read. And I, oh, goodness. Yeah. What an incredible first novel for a child. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's the thing about it, whereas since I have such 
little experience with it yeah i'm just stoked for them to go back to that and make that matter you know yeah i'm, I'm excited i i hope return to form means more like things like thousand year door and stuff like what that. about thousand year door made it special for you, you think the writing yeah the writing is so incredible in that game and they have i i know some people at the localization at nintendo of america and they are incredibly talented people incredibly talented writers over there um uh, i know a couple people who worked on fire emblem three houses and just like from there are people who worked in the industry before. So I read their articles and sure. stuff prior to them getting picked up by Nintendo. And it was that thing where it was like, these are like some of the best writers on this site right now. And then Nintendo picked them up and you can tell in like games like Fire Emblem Three Houses that they really do just care so much about the writing in those games. So I think they're in a really good place that they can make another good Paper Mario. Um, Cause I, I, and just in terms of localization, in terms of storytelling, I, I'm excited for for what that game will be. And I'm excited for, like, I, I sold so many Switches this year to, to little kids. Like, so many. And yeah. I'm so excited. Like, every single time, they're like, oh, I want Super Mario Odyssey. And I'm like, man, my first Super Mario was Super Mario Sunshine. And your first one is one. Odyssey. A no, it's one. a great game. Nah, it's a really nah, good it's game. A bad game. It's okay, a bad game. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. I got childhood nostalgia for Flood. You know, I <laughs> yeah, love, yeah, I, I love that game. We didn't know it. They it's took like him out with, of the other. It's like ones. me with the Super Bar- Paper Mario Wii. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, game. I just had it and I liked it. This the thing that scared me about Mario Sunshine was like when you like use Yoshi to eat the pineapple, you go down the warp pipe, and then it's like that scary manta ray that like leaves all the goop everywhere. That terrified me as a child, and I would not, I would never face that. I, I never never got that farther than that because it would just it had scary music. Yeah, and I don't think I ever beat Super Mario Sunshine. But imagine like Mario Odyssey is your first totally, Mario game. Totally, totally, totally. And like those kids are going to play just like I did with Thousand Year Door. They're going to play this new Paper Mario, and they're just going to probably <coughs> like I did instantly after finishing Paper Mario was like I want to play something else like this, and then they're going to go play other JRPGs like Project Octopath yeah. Traveler, yeah, yeah. and um, then then their life will just be so enriched. Exactly. Thanks, Nintendo. They'll learn all about harems and stuff. It'll be great. Uh, I was going to be like <laughs> Hyperdimension Neptunia. They're going to yeah, buy oh, PlayStation yeah, yeah. Vitas. Yeah, exactly. Well, somebody's got to. All right. <sighs> Rest in peace. Where the fuck is Pat upon two? I digress. Uh, number three <laughs> on the Roper Report. Ubisoft is having a lawsuit over DDO- DDoS attacks. This is Nicole Carpenter at Polygon. Uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege publisher Ubisoft has filed a lawsuit against the owners of an alleged distribution denial of service uh, or distributed denial of service DDoS attack website. Multiple people from across the globe are listed in the lawsuit, which was filed Thursday in a California court and obtained by Polygon. Uh, DDoS attacks in Rainbow Six Siege have been a big problem for Ubisoft. In September 2019, the developer enacted a multi-pronged plan to stop players that perpetuate DDoS attacks, which create lag and multi player matches and can crash servers ubisoft said it saw a 93 percent drop in frequency the frequency of attacks after it shared its plan now it's looking to quash the problem from the source a group of people the company says are selling subscriptions to ddos services the defendants which allegedly operate a website called sng.1 or what you know they spell out one uh sell subscriptions for up to 299 dollars in 85 cents thank god it's not 300 dollars. that's when i'd be like that's too much for ddos and 
for lifetime access to the server, according to the lawsuit. A monthly subscription costs around $30. A screenshot from the complaint showed Fortnite, FIFA 20, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 as potential targets too. Ubisoft says the site owners, quote, are well aware of the harm uh, their services have caused the company. Quote, indeed, defendants have gone out of their way to taunt and attempt to embarrass Ubisoft for the damage its services have caused to Rainbow Six Siege, Ubisoft lawyers write. The lawsuit points to a tweet sent by an alleged defendant which reads, smiley emoji, good job at Ubisoft support, keep up the good work, and then a, a, a little Twitter pic. What do you think the pick is? I'm I'm open. Oh, sorry. That page doesn't exist anymore. That page doesn't exist anymore. Oh, no. They got... They got them. They got them. The Nintendo Ninjas. Likewise, Ubisoft alleges the defendants created a fake seizure notice on their website that falsely claimed Microsoft and Ubisoft had taken over their website, or the website. Uh, The lawsuit says the defendants admitted they created the seizure notice, quote, in order to get Ubisoft to admit that they have a problem, end quote, whatever that means. (laughs) I like that the actual report says whatever that means. Ubisoft uh, has asked the court to shut down the websites and award damages and fees. Polygon has reached out to Ubisoft for more information. SNG.1 did not return a request for comment. Go. Remember Lizard Squad? I do. How can I forget? <laughs> oh my god! I'm uh, sorry. Are you you're taking away Linux support on the PlayStation Three? <laughs> Crack your knuckles! I'm bringing this whole company down. And then PlayStation went down for like a month and a half. Uh, yeah, DDoSers. Um, there probably does need to be some legal ramifications to them. Yeah. But like most of the time, like I I do have some sympathy towards the D- DDoSers. Um, because a lot of the time they are just kids and, um, or, well, sometimes they aren't, I guess I don't have sympathy if they aren't kids, but like you, I, I don't know how to do a DDoS attack, but that's cool. That's like really neat. I just like, what's neat doing a DDoS attack? Yeah. You know, like, cool. I I mean, it's not cool, but like, like you gotta go to school for that. It's cool that there's people that are smart enough and engage enough at a young thing. Well, I'm being very clear because you are new to being on this show. I want a DDoS. They're they're writing a thread about you on a message board right now, being like, "This guy supports terrorism." Like you gotta, you gotta be very clear with (laughs) what you're saying. All right, you know what I mean. So like that, but I, I, it is like this is my main thing about it is I want to see people from doing it. You want to see more ramifications. You want to see more people taking. And I'm not saying I want to see them bankrupt and thrown in jail. Yada yada yada. But it is that thing of yeah. When you see this like, every, every Christmas morning, right? It's like, oh, well, the PSN yeah. and Xbox are getting DDoS, so you can't get on and do this. So, and like kids' Christmases are ruined because somebody thought like, they'd be funny. And, and that that's not that's not great. I, I understand if it's like you're gonna Mr. Robot it up and you're gonna take down Microsoft servers, and then you're gonna be like, Eliminate hey, debt, sure. get rid of all the factories <laughs> in other countries where children are being exploited. I get that. Like that's that's cool. But also use your talents for like enriching other people's lives rather than ruining people's favorite hobbies because they they need that they right. need those hobbies and that's the thing is with you uh, and I, uh, this is again me i'm i'm going out of ledge here and talking out of my ass as i often do in this show i get this when i oh, somebody hacked it somebody hacked this and it turns out it's just the ddos thing which is just we sent too much server to the traffic it's like no we well, so we fucking do that all the time when we send out our store link because it doesn't have enough bandwidth to and, redirect and that, that's fair that's fair at, at my day job one of the it guys explained it really eloquently to me where it's like hacking is like pick like um like pick locking or lock yeah, picking, yeah, 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 yeah. pick locking, lock picking, and then a DDoS attack is like when you're just like Jack Torrance from The Shining, and you're just going at sure, the door with sure. a fire. Axe. That is really good. It doesn't take okay. any skill at all. I know. Shout out to Justin Hogue, my my IT guy from my day job. He's great, very talented, good at analogies. 
Good job, Justin Hogue. We're proud of you. Is he watching today? No. No. Okay. He doesn't care about me. <laughs> Does your day job know about the secondary life you have? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My my manager multiple times was like, if you get a job down there, it's fine. It's all right. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not why I'm going. No, down no, there. Like, no, no. Don't worry about this. They just hired blessing. They ain't got no more. They yeah. got no more money. No. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on. No, this is a long. It's a you're wrong. When I uh, we started talking shit about DDoS attacks. Hold on. DDoS attacks. Mm-hmm. Am I? Is that how I have to I say? I want more DDoS. Can I not say DDoS? DDoS. 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 I don't know. Do I sound like my grandma asking me what Nintendo I want? I don't know. I I know very little about DDoS. Oh, this is a very this is a very long and detailed. No, we're not doing that one yet. Oh, instead we're going to move on to number four. Number four on the Roper Report, Monster Hunter World Iceborne has a roadmap and a parody plan. This is Richard Wakeling over at GameSpot. The PC version of Monster Hunter World will quickly catch up to its console counterparts in regard to new content, in-game events, and title updates. Capcom has shared a roadmap for the Iceborne expansion, outlining everything coming to the game over the next few months. The exciting news for PC players is that the fact that the PC and console update schedules will finally sync up beginning in April. The PC version has lagged behind in regards to this ever since it launched seven months after the initial console release back in January 2018. As such, content updates and in-game events occurred on a PC-specific schedule with the belated yeah, PC release of Iceborne facing the same situation. This will be a thing of the past come April as every platform is set to achieve update parity. Before then, however, Capcom has a swath of new content coming to both PC and console versions of Monster Hunter World. The Grand Appreciation Fest kicks off simultaneously across all platforms on January 24th to February 13th, celebrating the game's second anniversary with an opportunity for players to attain new layered armor and unique gear. February 6th sees the first title update for PC, which introduces the fearsome Rajan, uh, along with adding the volcanic region uh, to the gilding lands and game area. The limited event, Raccoon City Collaboration, also arrives on PC in February, letting you craft Leon and Claire armor from Resident Evil 2. The Holiday Joy Fest occurs in February for PC players too, with yet more layered armor to earn. March 12th uh, marks the release of the second title update on PC, introducing the Stygonian Zingor and Zephyjivad to the game. <laughs> the Gilding Lands will also be expanded even further with the addition of the Tundra region. In April, PC play I nailed it. PC players will be getting the console versions, March updates, as well as a third major title update. This will include two new monster variants and arch-tempered and master rank versions of existing monsters, marking the point when both PC and console schedules sync up. After this, May sees the return of fan-favorite monster and, uh, well, I'm sorry, while new monsters and updates are planned for June and beyond. Beyond. Monster Hunter's fun. Did you play it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Still? Sorry, I looked in the Twitch chat and everyone's being very kind. <laughs> to me or you? Uh, they they called me uh, Greg Jr., oh. um, which was very, very sweet of them. Uh, there, There's a lot of devoted content creators out there. Please, please, please. Go support them. I'm excited for Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Have you played it yet or anything? I I have, uh, you know how this job goes. It's like, I played Monster Hunter World for for about eight hours, and I'm like, man, I spent way too much time on this game. I got to get to something else. But I I really want to make it my podcast game now. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I have a really nice uh, uh, gaming computer. Well, uh, like decent enough gaming computer that I'm currently playing all the third party games on. What TurboTax is Um, it? And um, they... 
Yeah, it's um, it just seems like a really fun game. They have yeah. like a really dedicated community. Yep. I heard that if you buy Iceborne, you get like some gear that like makes it so you can just kind of not have to grind at all, which sounds great for me. Yeah, I can just go through whack some monsters, listen to some podcasts in my free time. Like, it sounds very very refreshing. Monster so. Hunter World, a great game. I did what 130 some hours of it. At Holy launch. cow! Yeah, I know, especially oh for me. Yeah, but me, Jen, and Kevin were super into it. Really? Wow. Yeah, and then Iceborne. By the time it came around, like, well, even the other updates for Monster Hunter, we were just like. On to other things. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. even right now, like, I'm still playing Peace Walker at home from this weird offshoot of PS I Love You. We yeah, did. And yeah, so, yeah. like, even that I know is on a clock, right? It's, Where it's like, eventually, I, I assume the next thing for me is like Dreams I is going to drop. I wish like, that game build. was on Switch. I wish there was a good Monster Hunter game on Switch. I know that, like, Generations is on there, but, like, my but memory that's still old of school those, Monster Hunter. Like, that's the thing. It's a 3DS port. Yeah. And um, I just want a game built from the ground up for the Nintendo Switch to release on there. I, you got to assume they're doing something like that oh yeah but i mean after the success of this i mean this is their most successful Capcom I, I, game like of all the time. reason why monster hunter was like really incredibly successful from the get-go was because it was a great portable nintendo game and i, I would love as the nintendo enthusiast for the series to return to the switch because for me those games the portability is what 100%. meant so much to me. Like, I played uh, Toikiden, um, which was like a Koei Tecmo Monster Hunter clone. I played Soul Sacrifice Delta, which was a Shinji Mikami Monster Hunter clone. Yeah. I played a ton of Freedom Wars. My man. On, on My Vita. fucking yeah. man. No, exactly. <laughs> I, I remember, I, what was there, some bit on Up at Noon where you had Hulk Hogan play that game or something like that? If it was, there was something really random. If memory like that. serves, that was the one, yeah, where it was that we had the long running gag where Colin dressed up as Hulk yes. Hogan and did Japanese yes. reviews. And then when real Hulk Hogan was there, Colin started he, it, okay. real Hulk Hogan pushed him off, and then gave the Freedom yes. Wars Panopticon oh, fucking So funny. Down. Yeah, it was so a good culmination of that joke. Freedom Wars, really good music in Freedom Wars. Freedom Wars, really good overall. All right. One Still of my lock screen games. on my Vita. Still my lock screen on my Vita. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so, so when you unlock it, it does the, the fake Metal Gear music. No, like, I mean, it's just the lock screen of the teddy oh, bear. Gotcha. Talking gotcha. I forget gotcha. his name. I forget his name at this point. Uh, my Panopticon yeah, teddy bear. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, no. I'm with you on that. And I agree with you. And you have to imagine that, yes, like, especially now. So it's a runaway success for them, right? Mm-hmm. Here in the West as well. They know how successful the Switch is. And they understand, I think, why this Monster Hunter appealed to Western audiences more than ever, right? Because it was easy to get into. It was easy to understand. You could team up yeah. easily, right? Yep. I feel like they have to be working on a Switch Monster Hunter that is that as well. Because, again, I'm with you. Of like, If that was the case, I think I'd still be playing it. If it was more... And I know that there's really long hunts in 3DS Monster Hunter as well. But if yes. there were more digestible hunts yeah, on it, yeah, even yeah, playing yeah. Peace Walker now at yeah. home on the PS3, it's like... I, I wish this was on the Vita. Like, right? I wish I was playing this on Vita. I know I can't play on the Vita through PSP Classics, but I want my trophies and I can't get them that way. <laughs> so I'm playing, you know, but it is that thing of like, oh man, this is so digestible just having a bag pop out and do something. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yep, I'm excited. Well, I'm excited for Monster Hunter on Switch, which may and has to come one day. But, Danny, that's so far away. If I wanted it something is. more immediate, where would I go? You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. (laughs) Yeah! Out today! Cave Bug Boy on PC. Finally! I know, this is the one you've been waiting for. A game about me. (laughs) (laughs) Dragon Scales 3, Eternal Prophecy of Darkness on PC. Been waiting for that one. 1001, Jigsaw Myths of Ancient Greece on PC. (laughs) Find Me, Horror Game on PC. (laughs) Fight to the Last on PC. Do you think that's uh, one of those uh, Battle Royale games? Fight to the Last? last? (laughs) Bear, let me see the trailer for Fight for the Last. Find Me, Horror Game. 
Find me horror. Game. Find me horror game sounds pretty great too. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Um, new dates for you. This one was a breaking one as we came out. SpongeBob Woo! is getting a date according to Nintendo. Nintendo put out an Im- image here talking about all their games that are coming out and their uh, crossovers and whatnot. They put SpongeBob uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom rehydrated at May twenty fourth. Now Barrett, yeah, what's you up? of course number one SpongeBob fan. Yeah, you went. Looking for this information, you found that that's a Sunday. It is a Sunday, 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 uh, which is interesting. So I don't know if that date's accurate. I don't. I also don't know where people are getting this image from. Uh, let me pull it up before I uh, before I go I'm into scared this, of this image. Tra- uh, trailer because I think we've got the article here and they link to these images here and I can. Oh, this where up. did they get that image? Yeah, uh, where, Wait, I don't know where this? people are getting this. Um, scroll up and see who scroll wrote up it. and see who wrote this. this is this Ryan? Is it, it is Ryan. Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. He's call him right now. I call don't him. have Ryan's call phone him. number. He's across the pond. <laughs> You're Nintendo people. You all know each other. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know where people are exactly getting this because, yeah, the 24th is a, an in- interesting one because it is around the time of that new movie or whatever that's coming out. Uh, I, I could care less about that but um i'm very excited for this game so if the 24th is real it's interesting because it is a sunday so we'll see um how legit that is um do they not have a source at the bottom of that for that no. image? Like, uh, to remind us of the fact, Nintendo has released huh. a new infographic to okay. share 20 exciting okay titles. then that's that is from nintendo official nintendo um, ryan ryan don't lie I know okay, a lot about okay, Ryan. Okay. And number one, thing, and number you don't one, lie. he don't lie. So uh, people in the chat are saying uh, it was an email or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. If this is real, I'm fucking in Whew. because the original Battle for Bikini Bottom game was fucking fantastic, and everything that we've seen from uh, gameplay like stuff at E3 and or whatever <laughs> events, Gamescom, it looks really really cool and. Uh, um, I'm very excited. I've texted Mr. Nintendo to make sure to oh, okay. get confirmation that this is real. We'll see okay. what happens right. on that. Right. Uh, more importantly, though, Animal Crossing there, March 20th. Barrett, you ready yet? Uh, I'm ready to play Doom Eternal. God damn it, Barrett. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for I'm Doom. so excited for Animal Crossing. That's my man. That's really- my Nintendo enthusiast. <laughs> that's my girlfriend's favorite video game. Aww. Yeah, we play a lot of Stardew Valley together, too. So sure. as soon as New Horizons comes out, it's just going to be like Animals uh, the greatest week of our relationship, probably. Sure. Okay. Ever. Uh, which one is this again? Horror game? Uh, horror game. Find me horror game. Find me Find horror, me horror game, game. I love horror games. Do you? Oh, man. I found you. Oh. Oh, it opens it's with over. A it's over. Oh, my God. 15. Oh, oh, I wasn't okay. expecting it to look like this. 12, 11, 10, 9. All right, so huh. if you're an audio person, it, it kind of looks like PT, but you got a candle. It... Like a low, a low poly P- PT. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Take it back! <coughs> I don't like it. It's not done yet. Callao Games presents. Whoa. Find me. Isn't it like graffiti? I, th- I was thinking, of cool, Greg. You know. Did you ever play Devotion at all? No. Yeah, that was the one that China took down. Oh. Incredible game. You should play it. Really thought-provoking statements on, like, Taiwanese, like... Well, any game like this, like, ever reached the peaks of amnesia? Like, I'm not a horror game oh, guy, do, but, like, amnesia like, was the You should game. play Devotion. You should 100% uh, play Devotion. I don't know. Amnesia took a couple years off my life, so... Give me the pitch. So, so Devotion is made by a Taiwanese developer ca- called uh, Red Barrel Games. In my Games of the Decade video, it was, like, the last one that I had there, um... And it was it was great because it had a lot of statements on like uh, the China China's influence towards Taiwan, which like I had no clue about. And there was also, um, God, this is terrifying. He wants to play. There's also Review. a lot of statements oh, no. on. Oh, 
gosh. <coughs> I don't like this. A lot of statements on like uh, the stigma against mental illness in Taiwan oh, as well. Um, but it, it is a very, it does a lot of stuff that like PT kind of did where it's like, oh, I turn around the corner. Uh, this hallway's different. So I would suggest checking it out. It's very upsetting that uh, China exerted their influence to to take that game down. Zabekill says devotion was made by Red Candle Games. You said what did I say? Red, red Barrel? Barrel. I meant Red. They make Outlast. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's fine. There's Red Games everywhere. There are Red Games everywhere. Definitely check uh, their other game, Detention, which was about the uh, genocide that Taiwan faced. Uh, is on Switch. Very good as well. Huh. Interesting political statements in both of those games. Please check them out. New dates for you. Oh, I was already in that, I guess. Uh, we already talked about SpongeBob and then Ghosts and DJs, the Finally. satirical pixel art run and gun side scrolling action platform featuring the electronic music artist Dead Mouse and mm. Dr. Cucho will be released on February 6th on Steam for free. I know of Dead Mouse. I do know Dead Mouse. Did Remember? you play the Vici game? The who? The Vici game. No. Oh, uh, Vici was an EDM a artist. Oh, that's. A that's, a that's, that's yeah. Abiza. Um, <laughs> Avicii, that is... He, he Wait, no, it is. In that I song. took a pill. Yeah. In the, yeah, yeah, I, that's, I knew I was going to guess so it. I was like, damn, Avicii did I really was, get that? was an EDM artist. He did that uh, level song and um, Without You, a whole bunch of really great music. Uh, he had committed suicide in 2018, and there's a video game called Avicii and Vector that came out last year that is uh, incredible. I ugly cried uh, during the parts that were uh, the stuff from his posthumous album that I never read. Wow. Uh, you can read my review on that on monstervine.com. I really like that game. You play a lot of different cool stuff. I try to. That's that's my Barrett's whole thing. over here looking for freaking SpongeBob games. You're over here. I like, wasn't allowed. This is, a, this is a satire of the Chinese don't, don't fucking SpongeBob shame. I never. I was not allowed to watch SpongeBob. Go, go as replay a kid. another Zelda. Go oh. replay another Batman. All right. All right. I'm on Breath of the Wild right now. I'm almost Batman done. Batman Breath of the Wild? No. <laughs> Final <laughs> new day. Join Disintegration's technical beta and test mm. in its multiplayer starting January 28th. There's information on the PlayStation blog if you want to join up. Now, though. It's time for Reader Mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can get the show ad-free with the exclusive post show. But speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Manscaped. Support for Kind of Funny Games Daily comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. It's 2020, and you know what that means. New year, new me, new balls. Men! Listen up. Harry Bushes are so 2019. If you're going to pick any New Year's resolution this year, let it be to take care of your junk. Manscaped is making it easy with their grooming products. Greg, that's me, and Tim use Manscaped. And let me tell you, two out of two ladies surveyed like what they're seeing. Uh, that's why Manscaped has redesigned their electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use in your balls. That's dirty. Manscaped also has the crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why aren't you putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GAMES at manscaped.com. Start the new year off right by using the best tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GAMES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code GAMES. Our next sponsor, it's Riot. They're talking about LCS. New year, new you, right? Well, it's also time to change. Uh, it's also a time of change for the LCS, North America's official League of Legends professional league. The 2020 season kicks off Saturday, January 25th at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on watch.lolesports.com. And there's never been a better time to become an LCS fan. 
You may be wondering, if I've never watched, will I have any idea what's going on? Don't worry, LCS hosts and casters will make sure you can follow and listen in and understand all the action. Uh, this will be an exciting start as the latest game update, Rise of the Elements, introduced permanent map and buff changes for the players to deal with. Plus, there's truly a team for anyone to root for. Maybe you want to see a team like TSM rise again. Join Team Liquid to see if you can secure yet another uh, championship title. And they're the guys who wear the Marvel jerseys. That's how I know them. They're cool. Or lean into your darker desires with one of the newest teams, Evil Geniuses. Uh, so, are you ready for some league? Good, because there's even more this season to enjoy with Monday Night League joining the schedule. Catch the game Saturdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, Sundays at noon Pacific, and Monday Night League at 5.30 Pacific on watch.lolesports.com, Twitch, or YouTube. That's watch.lolesports.com, twitch.tv, slash LCS, or youtube.com, lol, esports, for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday Night League action. Thanks, LCS. And finally, it's Raid. Introducing Raid Shadow Legends. Raid is a mobile RPG done right. Not every RPG game must be cartoony and cutesy. Enough with candy, rainbows, unicorns, and bright colors. Get real, raw, dark, epic, and awesome. Raid Shadow Legends will take you to the world of dark fantasy and realism. And now, you can play Raid on both your mobile and your desktop. Uh, the game is cross-device, so you can play with the same user and switch devices between and whenever you want, however you want. Raid has all the features you'd expect from a brand new RPG title, like an amazing storyline, awesome 3D graphics, giant boss fights, PvP battles, and hundreds of champions to collect and customize. But you'll never expect this kind of performance out of a mobile game. And in Raid, you have the ability to customize and choose the artifacts and design a unique mastery build for each one of them. And the best part is it's free to play. The invitation to download the game has been accepted by more than 15 million players worldwide, and the best part is it's free to play. So go and click the link in the description box and start playing. Clicking on this link, you will uh, you will not just get to enjoy one of the best mobile games on the moment, you'll also be supporting this podcast. So what are you waiting for? Download Raid via my links, uh, patron.me slash kindoffunnygamesraid, which you will also find broken in the description. Uh, you can, of course, get the special package that will come with 100,000 silver, two clan boss keys, 10 mystery shards, and the amazing champion adjudicator. This package will be available only for the next 30 days. Danny, <laughs> the first question comes to you. A-N-A-K-I-N-J-M-T. Writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Hi, Greg and Danny. I'm curious about all the. Oh, no, this is about for both of us. I moved this up here. I That's forgot. Fine. That's fine. The next one's just about you. This one's for what? both of us. <laughs> I'm curious about your thoughts on what Biden said about video game developers <laughs> being little creeps and that the games teach you to kill. The article from VG247 says that Biden was referring to top level execs, uh, with one of them also being close to a billionaire. He talks about how there is needing to call the government to step in and regulate the industry like he does the TV and radio. Do you think he has a point or should we just tell him, okay, boomer, and move on? Okay, Boomer. I totally vote Okay, <laughs> Boomer. It's why it was not in the rundown. Of I saw this breaking on Twitter. You read the New York Times report, and it's like the most secondhand information of all time that's being generalized for every. It'd be akin to me being like, yeah, oh, man, I went to a thing, and I sat next to a guy who runs a fast food chain, and he said, that, and so fuck all of that. I'm like, what are you talking about? What yeah. are you talking about it's right weird. now? It's weird. It's weird. And, and it's like... Uh, we need a call for the government to step in and regulate the industry like it does with TV and radio. Like, uh, Doesn't it already do that with the ESRB? Is that government? But, but that that's not government. That's yeah. private. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. but also, like, TV shows and shit, like, they have a lot of violence and stuff like that. And, like, I, that does, uh, like, I don't get that. I don't understand 
the whole like ah oh, we might need to regulate like we do with these other things. It's just, other things also show like fucked up violence. It's as usual that, yeah. a politician who doesn't understand what he's talking about, yeah. talking specifically about a bad experience with one person who clear the way he describes him sounds like a douchebag, sure, but also like. Yeah, then Biden's entire response to it of like, I did some research before. Did you read this whole thing? I did no, some I research didn't. before this, and vi- your video game thing only did, doesn't cover. And he's like totally pandering for votes of like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't like, cover the the payroll yeah. that was cut at General Motors this yeah. year. I'm like, yeah, he's really leaning into that old person vote. Right Every there. time he it's opens funny. his mouth, it's like that gif of like Elmo standing in front of the fire. And yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. Yeah. utter despair. Four years. I know. Four God. years the Democratic Party's had a chance to f- find somebody, <laughs> somebody who could come on swinging. God. And like, this little, is what we got. It's just interesting of like he, it, the words he chose of little creeps where it's like, yo, dude, we talking about? You're kind of creepy. Why sometimes. are you put, <laughs> like who on your campaign is like that? Yeah, you know what you should do? Push away like the biggest form of entertainment. Yeah. Push away uh, the gamers and the people who use the internet all the time. God. Yeah. Youth so, voters, yeah. get out there. Yeah, get out there, youth voters. Uh, Here's the question for Danny. 2038 Pokemon CEO says, Danny, how Mm. is covering a more specific fan base in the industry Mm. different Mm. than covering an industry at large? For example, PlayStation news sites do not deal with another Fire Emblem character in Smash, Pokemon controversy, or Nintendo Direct speculation. You don't cover Patapon 2, PS4, going MIA. You seemingly get to cover all the hype and distribute it for passionate audiences. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, so, I'm... uh, I'm gonna seem like a traitor right now, but I my the other site I write for is PlayStationEnthusiast.com, <gasps> and so the whole thing is when I'm writing for Nintendo Enthusiast, I put myself in the perspective of when I was three years old to eleven years old, where the only thing I owned was Nintendo, and anyone who didn't own Nintendo was Sucks. a sworn enemy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when I'm writing for PlayStation Enthusiast. I put myself in the perspective of like how passionate I was when I was 11 to 15 years old and all I was doing was playing like Hatsune Miku Project Diva F second on my PlayStation Vita and uh, stuff on my PlayStation 4. And so you kind of just have to like exercise your mind back to like how passionate, like how how narrow minded you were back then in a good way uh, whenever you're doing like a more specific beat like that. I feel like especially with what we're talking about here and with you in the sites, it's in the title. PlayStation Enthusiast, right? It's so Nintendo Enthusiast, meaning that, like, to me, what that says and what you guys give, right, is nitty-gritty information. Every rumor is going to be covered there because that's the... You're expecting every breadcrumb to be, you know, torn apart and looked into. And we have, like, it is a very positive... Environment. There's a lot of cynicism in the games industry. My my boss, Brett Medlock, who is another huge fan of yours, like shout out to him. I know he's probably watching right now, and he just fosters a very kind and uh, gentle community with all of the enthusiast sites. Where we're not so much trying to like tear anyone down at all. We're kind of just wanting to get like the word out on like independent developers try to like engage with the positive facets of the nintendo community so yeah shout out to all the nintendo enthusiast team i love you folks so so much i'm very happy that i get to work with them because it it does nothing but lift my spirits good um 
Let's go to Frank Furter, who wrote in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Says, good morning, Greg and Danny. With next gen on its way later this year and Nintendo also in talks to release a Switch Pro, you can say that there are a lot of rumors floating around that no one has confirmed or denied. However, Valve recently was rumored to be working on a new Left 4 Dead game in which they squashed the rumor, saying it's all misinformation. With rumors flying around left and right about what we will happen next gen, which rumor is your favorite and how do you think it'll actually come to fruition? What's your read? Where do you think? Are we ever getting a Switch Pro? Oh, I, I think we are. Yeah. I think we definitely are. Um, I, I think we will this year, probably. If not yeah. this year, then probably the beginning of the next year. I think it'll be their thing where they are like, hey, this is Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. This and like this is what it looks like on the Switch Pro. And people are going to be like, oh, no, I need to buy another Switch. As someone who I own like, like. Three, uh, two switches right now. I got. Are they I'm all in your coat? I'm always carrying them. So, shout out to the teal club. Yeah, but um, it matches the coasters. It does match the coasters. Yeah. Uh, I I'm going to buy a third Nintendo Switch probably. Is pro I one or just to. another one? Just a, a the pro one. Okay. Because uh, I I didn't buy. I know some people who do have three. They have like. The original one, they which they just always keep docked, and then they have the Switch Lite and um, the extended battery life Switch. So there's already people who are triple dipping, which, like, there's an interview with Reggie fils like, five years ago where someone was mentioning, do you, like, why are the 3DS sales so high? And, they're, and he's like, it's because people are, like, triple dipping. Yeah, it's because yeah. people are buying the 3DS, and they're buying the 3DS XL, then they're buying the 2DS, then they're buying the new 3DS XL. And then they're going to get the 3DS that has a face plate you can take off. Oh, that was mine. I love that one. <laughs> but Nintendo sees a lot of value in and like proof that people will just keep like buying the same console over and over and over again. And it's not like the mass audience. It's like a core like maybe 50 to 100,000 people. And I'm sure like that they see that and they're like, oh, that is a lot of money we can make off of hardware. So sure. Yeah, I'm excited. What's your favorite rumor for next gen? <sighs> that the PlayStation 5 will run PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, That's PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation Vita and PSP games. <laughs> That's pretty much all you need to know. That's what it needs. You get that Vita You put that in UMD in there. <laughs> it's God. just a little It's like a George Foreman grill. You lift up the top, <laughs> and there's all these different like yes. optical drives yes. to put in whatever you want. Oh, Fuck yeah, can you incredible. imagine? Mm, mm. Mm. I like that a lot. Mm. If that doesn't happen, I, I won't buy it. <laughs> Shuhei. That's your line in the sand. Shuhei, if it doesn't play Vita games, which means life, by the way. It does. I'm life never ends. PlayStation Circle 5. of life, you know what I mean? Gosh. Uh, my favorite rumor is that Patapon uh, 2 on PS4 will be released one day. Yep. <laughs> That's definitely a rumor. It's time to squad up. They'll- this is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you and everybody plays games together. Today, Mark needs help on Xbox. His... Xbox username is Cedrics, C-E-D-R-I-X-S. Heyo, back when Xbox, or I'm sorry, back when Taco Bell was having the promotion to win an Xbox One X and Elite Series 2 controller, I somehow won it. That Elite controller, wow, amazing tech. (laughs) Anyway, slowly realized I literally have no friends on the platform and would love some best friends to add me on it. Cedrics is also my PSN name if you want to add me there. If you want to play with somebody who won a Taco Bell Xbox. 
I'll add him on both. There you go. Cedric's everybody. I, I, I won Zyger. If he's in the chat, he knows I won a couple of those, the PlayStation ones when they were doing the Uncharted things. From Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah. From Taco Bell. Well, it was like, it was like around, Bell? oh, I did. Uh, it was while I was in high school and we learned, it was the first time they did the, the sweepstakes promotion. And I, it was like the first time I had ever talked to you, which was when we were playing Metal Gear Solid online. You did like an open community thing. Oh, okay. So it was all the way back then, but I was telling Zyger about how I would buy the boxes and then I would take the code and it was like winner every 15 or 30 minutes. And now no one had the idea. Now they all know, but no one had the idea <laughs> to like wake up at two o'clock in the morning right before you had to go to Latin class with Miss Graves. And what the hell, what the hell the, time was Latin class? <laughs> 3 a.m.? <laughs> well, it, it was like 8. But like, you, you, you just, at once you wake up, it's like, oh, I can't go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want a PlayStation 4. But if you put it in like really early in the morning when no one was entering codes, it usually worked. And like the first time I had the idea and I did it and it worked, I was like, well, I guess I'm eating Taco Bell for the next couple weeks. <laughs> and I did. This is my life now. I did. Huh. Congratulations. That's a good plan. Everybody, scheme the system. Uh, uh, we got a required reading for you, believe it or not. You might have seen the tweets going around, uh, but I'm going from Kotaku. Dad builds custom Xbox oh, adaptive yeah. controller so yeah. daughter can play Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's Luke Plunkett putting mm. it all together. But if you go to Kotaku, you can click on the article. You can see all the tweets. Uh, Barry, if you want to show in scrolls, I go. Uh, Xbox adaptive controller has done some amazing things as far as accessibility goes in video games. As, as far as accessibility in video game goes. But the setup isn't hardwired to only work with a Microsoft console. It can, with a little work, also run on the Nintendo Switch, and in doing so, bring an enormous smile to a little girl's face. Rory Steele built this custom pad for his daughter, who has been itching to play some Zelda <laughs> along with her friends, and it's fantastic. <sighs> um, keep on scrolling. You can see Rory's tweets here as he worked on it and built all these different things, and then at the very end, the one that where he has his daughter testing it out. Uh, yeah, this made its rounds, obviously. It's got a, more than a million views now. Uh, it got shared everywhere. Uh, Chris Priestman over at IGN wrote about it as well and had this uh, like epilogue. Steel's weekend project has been noticed by head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, <laughs> who tweeted in response, quote, incredible, and what a smile. Uh, oh. He's since been approached by Microsoft and Logitech, who want to help him build a higher-tech version 2.0 of his custom controller uh, that could be used by people with mobility impairments. Steele told Channel 103 that he's going to take the companies up on their offers, but adds, quote, the project was always supposed to be something that anyone across the world could use. What I still want to do is a low-tech version so people at home can have a go, end quote. Uh, Wonderful. And yeah, for required reading, if you're watching this on YouTube or uh, podcast services, the link will be in the description. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Barrett. Very cool. Very awesome. I love that adaptive controller. I'm happy to see it getting so much use and so much love. Thanks to uh, Vitz Patel in the chat, by the way, for saying uh, shout out to this dude representing Indian people in a positive light. You have no clue how much that means to me. Thank you so much. Time for you're wrong. Somebody writes. I'm kidding. I was literally going to correct I'm you. Wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, Fendi writes in and says, you guys are goofs. The Miyamoto quote, of course, is a delayed game is eventually mm. good, but a rushed game is forever bad. I like the one about Mario. Yeah, totally. By Don't push me. Push a push button. Stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, that's just somebody joking around talking. I saw this. This is more PS. I love you because it's a rumor. 
That's it. That's all we're going to say. That's that was it? good. Yeah, we got oh. some of the other ones spiced in. We did oh a good job. Oh, my God. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, remember, there's oh. a post show coming up, patreon.com slash kind of funny games, oh, no. where you can get what? the show ad free. Don't worry. It'll it's be fine. It's a post fine. show? It's just, you want it. Soak it all up. Don't worry about it. Uh, for the rest of the week, the hosting looks like this. Tomorrow, it's Blessing and Imran. Yes. Wednesday, it's me and Gary Witta. Thursday, it's me and Blessing. Oh. Friday, it is Blessing and the one and only Tim Gettys. Remember! This is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. You want to be part of the show or get it ad-free or get the post show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Of course, you can also watch it for free on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, and roosterteeth.com, along with podcast services around the globe. Danny? Yes. Where do you want people to go to keep up with you? Uh, you can follow me on um, twitter.com slash shadowforks. I have a tweet up there right now. Um, and by the way, spelled out, that's S-H-A-D-O-W-F-O-R-K-S. I have a tweet up there um, that's a list of some content creators that are incredibly dedicated. And I've most of them I've known for years. Um, please go check them out, please. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is going to be a thing that I will pay forward for is long as I can. Really. Well, that's all we ask, Daddy. <laughs> you keep working. I right? only cried four times. <laughs> good job. That's a good That's a good one. You know what I mean? I'm still waiting for Bear to cry over there. Just wait for the post One day. Just I'm just so soulless because they haven't announced this fucking Batman game yet, Greg. What? It'll happen yeah, soon. Yeah. What, you, you're, one of your predictions is tomorrow, right? Isn't that a day? No, it was today. What? Because oh. today was National Penguin Day. Nah, I, I thought, thought it was there. something else. It was today. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah. That's true. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, you know. Man, <laughs> fucked, up the, fucked up the penguins are trying to steal that day. I know. Huh? I know. Well, you know, the, there's a million like made up national holidays every fucking day now you know that's half of kfaf shows <laughs> right, hey yeah. like, let's fucking celebrate this fake holiday don't, don't say anything about that because then one of them is going to come in here and it's going to be a whole thing i don't yeah. want to i don't want to see either of them yeah, okay, right. okay. ladies let's... and gentlemen until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you <laughs>